0: And uh other than
1: that, honestly nothing. It's pretty shitty out here right over here. So I don't know. And I'll hide in my in my home. <laughs> yeah. It's warm. It's not cold, shitty. It's just rainy. But it's worse though. I would rather it be cold and rainy than warm and rainy. Really? Yeah, warm and rainy fucking sucks. No You what cold and why? rainy? Yeah, because at least then if you go out and you wear like a raincoat, you're not too warm. You know? So it's like yeah, either way it sucks as raining, but it's I'd rather be able to- warm though. No, what's because up? You need clothes to protect from the rain, and if you're warm, you don't need no. clothes.
2: Get umbrellas exist. <laughs> yeah, but they they suck. They do. Okay, I made well, some more tap water coffee. Terry, what? Terry, what are you <laughs> doing? This <is> upsetting. <laughs> it's fine. We promised
1: Terry. Is it? Actually, he doesn't. <laughs> I was gonna make more coffee, and I was like, "How much coffee is too much coffee?" So I think I'll wait. Maybe
3: at our next break. Well, that's actually what is everyone back now? Yeah, yeah. All right, I didn't know if he was making more tap water coffee. No, no I already made it. I have it with me right here. <laughs> okay. Don't Go tell ahead. people his secret shame. I'm drinking it so right surprisingly,
4: now. Surprisingly, doesn't take long to make. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Um.
2: <laughs> you made me do a spit take day one Bye. second oh, yeah, I, I'll out. be
1: right back <laughs> no you should spit it out
3: welcome to the second part of our stewpod one shot with no quest for the wicked Last time we established a tavern, made frenemies with another tavern. Don't worry about it, and killed two gods in the pursuit of culinary perfection. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna do festival day. Oh yeah! Ooh, Ooh. you have a few festival days a year, and they're some of your busiest. How do you prepare? How do you handle the influx of people? So. Anyone can play. Player characters and named NPCs can be played. What kind of festival is happening today? Each player describes one decoration or feature of the festival. Does your character care about this festival? Do they hate it? I think it'll be kind of like some kind of spring solstice festival. Mm-hmm. So like celebrating like tree growth and the weather getting warmer again. Bloomsday? Bloomsday, yeah.
4: I like it. I'm going to say this is sort of also like this pairs up with a Valentine's Day esque thing. Um, Perfect. It's it's like the blossoming of new love as well, and it there is a like a a dance aspect of it, or like a a romantic aspect of it, where uh, the you know the tree gets decorated with like all these beautiful lights and there is like a, a a midnight dance that everyone attends.
3: I absolutely love that.
2: Do you have a detail? Um I got one but I'll, I'll go last. Unless now you want me to go first. Yeah, you go. You go. Okay. Awesome. Um I think she's going to like cook something. I think she's going to like cook like a nice Special, like a nice big feast to represent the the new season coming. Though, like for her, that really is just like whatever's there. She just kind of grabs and like, ah, oh, seasoning, good, this works. um She's sad that she hasn't been able to find any more gaudials, so she's just been like put put like a nice hearty like fish dish to kind of like help uh, maybe like a like a large fish to hopefully get people uh, into the into the festive spirits.
3: That storyline has unfortunately been wrapped up. Yep. Oh,
2: wait. Hmm. Hmm. hmm? <laughs> I'm confused. But Ooh, I the think God we... Yes, but... I think. We... Oh, uh... sorry. I thought it was a game mechanic you were bringing up. <laughs> no, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly. All right.
1: Now, can I just add an NPC into the mix? Or yeah. Is... Of course. Okay. I'm going to say. Frangelico comes to town for this (gasps) festival
0: oh shit I don't know
1: I don't know what she would do with that
3: that's a love triangle between Frangelico Jerry and Crattle
1: I also might have to force Terry to
4: take the romance one (sighs) next
3: <laughs> Ooh. You,
2: you
4: that's, bastard! That's what literally why I said it was a romance festival. I wanted to, I wanted to
1: bring uh, Frangelical no. into this.
2: No, Perfect. we did it. We were both thinking it.
3: It's okay <laughs> for you, Terry. Oh no. Okay, okay. Are you sure? Maybe I'll go one what? step. Oh further. no,
2: it's totally fine. Totally fine. Okay, I it. just wanted to make sure. I just. Hey, no, no. I, I run. If I'm uncomfortable, let's just go. I'm good. I'm gonna go one step further and say Chris sent him a letter.
4: Oh, invited by my my (laughs)
0: okay.
3: Scandalous. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna have some challenges (laughs) in this festival. So to play take turns on the challenges on your turn, you'll choose a challenge from the list and ask another player to attempt it. If they're having uh, trouble thinking of a good solution, the whole group can flesh out the challenge with clarifying questions and such. Once they describe what they're doing, they flip a coin or roll a d6, really. Yeah, even a rod situation. Even, even you succeed, odds you fail and you're knocked out for the rest of the game. But you can use an experience once during a challenge to automatically succeed. Crantle. Yeah. You severely underestimated the amount of prepped ingredients you would need for the festival and have to use a knife faster than you ever have before. (laughs) Oh, God. How do you handle this?
2: Oh, man. She is not good at keeping things sharp, that's for sure. Oh, fuck, yeah. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I don't think any single knife has ever been sharpened in the the kitchen. She she uses her raw strength just to really push through it. (laughs) Just... Like the the edge is like a like a dime almost. It's just completely flat. But she just like shoves it down and she chops through things. Uh, so what's the
3: challenge here? Give me the challenge again, real quick. Um, you underestimated the amount of prepped ingredients okay. you would need for the festival and have to use a knife faster than you ever have before.
2: Oh. Uh, yeah, so. I think I'm gonna use. I I think I'm gonna use one of my adventure experiences, my brute strength, because of how dull the knife is, and just shoving it down and. B- like chopping as fast as possible with all just the
3: the strength that I can muster. All right, so you succeed. Oh, that's one out of <laughs> One out of five challenges. We've done. So also, if all of, of all characters are knocked out, or we've earned five points, the game ends. Cool. Okay. And we can play NPCs also if we wish. All right, so. Okay. Would you like to challenge someone else? Uh, Go to someone else real quick and I'll I'll have something.
4: I'm going to challenge Niall. Ooh. Um, A dancer has gotten injured before the big group dance that's happening right in the center of town. A friend drags you in as a replacement calling in a favor. Okay. I I don't know. I just know you're a bard and a performer and I assume that you are good at all (laughs) of these things. I just assume that like... Perform, go. So I noticed that one of the dancers goes out and I'm like, I just look at the person who's like panicking, like the stage manager. And I'm just like, it's fine. I know someone. And I come back and I, I grab Chris and I just feel like here. I just push. <laughs> I push Chris <laughs> onto the stage. Uh, I feel like I'm just going to roll for
1: it because I don't know if he'd be a good dancer or not. And I feel like this would be an interesting.
3: Way to find out. All right. That's a six. Hell yeah. So he's a good dancer. Yep. Evens are, evens are good, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. So my friend yeah. is a very good teacher, gives me tips in case I forget some steps, and the dance goes off without a hitch. Gain the point. I think it's nice to do something uh, performance-based and actually succeed for him.
3: Broaden his horizons. Yeah, people are clapping for you like, oh my goodness, that's such a great dance you just did there and i think he gives like branch like a uh, a nice little
1: smile from across the the dance floor because he appreciates it such a
4: good you boy. see branch like clapping on on beat really enjoying the performance
2: i think i'm gonna i i got one all right i'm gonna challenge cassandra in this one all right oh, fuck. okay all right that's oh, shit. Oh, um
3: <laughs>
2: the the weather's turning it starts to grow a little darker. You can feel a rumbling from deep below the ground.
3: Oh fuck! It's the
2: eels. <laughs> I think that there you go. And uh, what are you gonna do about that?
0: Ground um, shakes.
2: The sto- storm is brewing. Enjoy. So there's a rumbling coming from deep below the deep tree. deep below deep below. Um, it's getting stronger and a storm is brewing. Perhaps like something like a little sizable is coming in as the festival's getting going.
3: From my experience as a paladin and dealing with magical bullshit. (laughs) Do I think if I take it, is the rumbling below causing the storm? I
2: would say they're probably linked to some degree.
3: All right. Uh, Cassandra will put on her coat and just go into the area below the tree, like maybe grab a shield. She doesn't need a weapon. She has her fist. And like, is there some kind of evil thing down there? I don't know. You tell me. Let's do a um, SN. Yes what do you think? Well, fuck me. Uh, that's not what I think. Um, okay. <laughs> I think that something is, like, pulsing. We've already established that Cranthal is the only one who can go that deep. But I think mm-hmm. there is, maybe some, like, evil cultists have come to try to resurrect the oh, apocalypse eel. Oh my god! And she's like, <laughs> she I does that. not understand what the fuck they're doing, just that they're causing a storm on festival day. hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So I'm going to use my adventure experience of smite to destroy (sighs) the unholy. Oh, that's good. That's really good. She grabs her coat and her shield. And just a few minutes later, she returns bloody and bruised. But she's like, there are some cultists down there chanting something. I didn't ask what they were talking about. (laughs) And like her shield has like just is covered in blood on like the pointy end. I love that. Like, Grant's
1: could answer what's happening, but probably has no idea.
2: <laughs> She's probably hiding from a certain person that showed up to town. Branch? Mm-hmm. So I guess we've, like,
1: we have our tavern, but we also have, like, a mobile, like, cart, I think, going out through the festival, uh, which you've made with your crafting skills. But the equipment for the stand you've set up in the town isn't exactly new, and it's giving you more trouble than usual so you have to fix it as it starts to come apart
4: um okay well i think i'm going to roll for this one as well because uh me being a craftsman is a fairly new thing and i also don't think any of my adventuring experiences would really help here uh so yeah i think he's going to uh use his his you know ingenuity and his uh, adaptability of being in the woods for so long Uh, To try to just, like, as I go, snapping off small little branches here and there to to reinforce or to fix. Uh, Thankfully, we're in a tree, so there's plenty of lumber to be had. Uh, That is a three. (laughs) Oh, no. So that is a failure, and I'm going to be knocked out of this bad boy. Uh, So I guess as I'm trying to uh, fix this cart, I... Accidentally, as I'm trying to like secure like the handles onto the back half that you hold onto and push, um, the wheels on the front fall off, and then the cart lurches forward and it just begins rolling down the <laughs> the like the the tree streets. Hits one of the edges and just goes fucking launching off as all of our our festival supplies are <laughs> yeeted into the unknown. Oh goodness. There's one surviving cultist below who's about to escape and he just
1: gets crushed by a drink
4: <laughs> Yes. Yeah, Branch just kind of like looks defeated and, and begins walking home. Oh poor baby. Child. I'm sorry, Branch.
3: Alright. Well, I think I am gonna challenge someone since I was challenged. Hey Krantal. When you say you're like wandering around the festival when you see a certain someone and are trying to avoid them. Yeah. (laughs) A small child has gotten separated from their parents in the commotion of the festival and they've become attached to you very quickly. Oh, no. (laughs) 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 Okay. Okay.
2: Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. I'm not going to use any. Any of my uh, experiences for this, but um, I think perhaps she sees a little bit of herself in this child. And how how old's the kid? Just a small child. Yeah. Okay. Probably less any? than ten. Less, okay, less than ten. Okay. It's I seven. Can, okay, I can work with seven. I can work with seven. I think she sees this as a training opportunity, and is going to teach the child the basics of survival so she doesn't have to see Frangelico right this moment. All right. And I guess I'll roll a, a d6, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Odd good or odd bad on this one? Odd bad. Odd bad. Odd bad. Oh, it's good. It's good. That's good. Nice. All right. <laughs> and I'm just kind of like, I think after a few hours of, of training and teaching this child how to survive and not like cry just because they're alone. Um, she probably gives them like a, uh, probably a weapon that she's had for a long time and just like gives it to the child as like a right, a, pa- a, a right of passage.
3: All right. And the pants will find you. <laughs> Look, you don't need, you the don't need there
2: them
3: there. now. Oh God. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you are, you, you are, an adult now.
3: There go is a deal that awaits you beneath the surface of the water. Go fight it.
2: And I urge the child to go into the wilderness. On the upside, it is very blunt, so that's good. Oh yeah, no, nothing, nothing's ever been sharpened. That's six,
3: success question mark. <laughs> we get a point nonetheless. <laughs> what should we name the child?
1: I don't know if you just get to name children you find. Gregory <laughs> Timpton. What was that? Gregory Timpton. Greg. Gregory Timpton.
0: Oh, that's a memory for
4: Crandall. Yeah.
2: Feels right. Should I be adding these memories? I don't know, like, the memory mechanics. Yes. Too. Okay. Uh, I've been writing them down just so I don't type.
3: Okay. Yeah, that's, there's nothing really mechanically tied. This is just a nice way to. I like it. Yeah.
1: And we need to do one more,
3: huh? Uh, yeah, we need to do... We have three people left and need one more point before we win.
4: You know, I, I'm giving you one, Cassandra. Ah. Uh, let me take a quick look at... Um, an adventurer is handling a a, marg- a magical artifact carelessly. And it goes haywire in the middle of the festivities. the The stage is being set for, like, the couple's dance. And one of the uh, townsfolk brings out his, like, what he thought was a disco ball to to really, like, set the stage. And as he sort of, like, holds his hand up and raises it above his head, it begins lifting up into the air. And instead of reflecting beautiful lights, it begins shooting these eldritch blasts oh. out
3: into the crowd. Goodness gracious. Um, She is definitely going to... Grab like one of the big mixing bowls we have and like run up and try to find us like this area around the stage that's higher than the disco eldritch blasting disco ball at this point. (laughs) Jump up and try to jump on it, forcing it to the ground and containing it with the bowl and possibly breaking it. Let's see. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good one. So it actually it's it's contained with only a few hats blown off and maybe a table upturned. So I think she probably does just like smash it down to the ground. It's inoperable, but no one was seriously hurt. Nice. Yeah, you just hear from underneath
4: the bowl just like a
2: boom, boom, boom.
4: As a couple more go off and there's like oh, little yes. dents in the bowl. But
1: yeah, That's you do next- it.
4: It's like a Teen Wolf-esque jump and
1: like scoop, like very epic, right above the dance floor. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah.
3: All right, and I think that's five points for us. Hell yeah. Think think so. All right, it's finally over. As the festival draws to close, check your score. If you've gotten five points, you can upgrade the tavern now. <gasps> oh, damn. Oh, shit. Uh, do we want to go for Atmosphere?
4: Yeah. I think so. I think we oh. can repurpose this disco ball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> an
3: actual disco ball.
4: Yeah, now now it's we broken. Got, we got a little dance floor now. Mm-hmm. Like it's literally
1: just atmospheric lighting. No matter what we want. I love that.
4: Maybe that's what it originally was. The disco ball was like a, like a light sphere that you can use to like set the perfect mood, and. It just they just fucked it up. And now we have this like programmable uh, light sphere that we can like, you know, for having a, a corporate event, it can be nice and bright. If it's like mm-hmm. a, a moody, moody, romantic evening, we can like dim them.
3: Yeah. Intent.
4: Yeah. When Frangelico comes in, I think any anytime he comes
1: in, we're very specifically altering the lights.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. uh... <laughs> and how do you all think the festival went? it went pretty good yeah all things considered you know
1: i I feel like the the disco light makes up for the lost bar cart um only only
2: one missing child
3: (laughs) (laughs) that's forever missing
2: yeah
1: uh chris had a good time he he got to dance
3: that's good yeah i think like cassandra had a good time and you know since i picked up ritual maybe she was like There's something about that eel we cooked. I don't know what it is. I'm sure it's nothing. Yeah. I feel like you probably
2: get a write-up
1: for saving the day as well, so that probably brings more business to the tavern, too. Oh, yeah.
3: (laughs) And, well, Crown Top didn't save a child, but... (laughs) If anything, I gave the child the ability to...
2: Save themselves. Save themselves. Thank you, thank you. Teach a
1: child to hunt and, or give a child some food he'll eat. Teach a child to hunt and he'll eat for life.
3: i depending on how well you'll teach him. That life might be shorter. Anyway. <laughs> so, who wants to choose the next mini game? I believe there was something about romancing strangers.
1: It, I, yeah. I'm, I'm putting my foot down. It does have to happen. Whether um, it has to happen right now,
2: I can throw one out real quick. All right. I want to do Bard's Tale because I know my romance is coming up. So I want to throw Nile under the bus real quick. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
1: I'll I'll take the Bard's Tale if you take the romance. How about I that? Will, I, I
2: accept these terms. Wonderful.
3: All right. Uh, would you mind if I was... Let's see. I guess one player is the Bard. The other is the adventurer. So I think you would be the adventurer. Yeah. In this, Crescendo. Oh, yeah. And I can, I will be the bard if that's... Sure. Love illia. that. I love it. All right. During your time as an adventurer, during your time as an adventurer, you accomplished many daring de- deeds. In fact, some of those deeds are still retold to this day by traveling bards. One player is a bard. The other is an adventurer. The adventurer should be a player character or named NPC. The bard may be a player character or any NPC. To start these... To start, answer these questions first what is the detail of the story that makes you realize this song is about you uh so i think can we
1: assume that like cassandra crantle and chris traveled together or yeah yeah okay is that cool you
2: crantle oh yeah absolutely
1: so i think at one point we fought a uh a bog dragon um that spews like, you know, boiling hot mud and it, they're just like particularly thick dragons um, with like that three fits, seas, though. at least three seas. OK, thank you. Um, and they're just like the ugly, the ugly duckling of the dragon family. And they're devastating on like wetlands. And we were hired to, to take one out because it was like devastating this this area. And he starts singing uh, the bog dragons dirge which is a song I had written about the adventure. And what happened in the adventure was that I actually played a part because I learned how to replicate a bog dragon mating cry. And in the middle of the fight, when it was going wrong, I played this tune that sounds like the sound a uh, bog dragon in heat makes. And it swung its head from spewing boiling mud at you guys to me. And then you guys came in from the side, got it in the neck, killed it. But they start playing this song and the bard's the hero. And you guys are just kind of there. um, Or at least like generic versions of you guys are just there. I think it really pissed him off that not only is he taking his work and changing it, but he's made the bard the hero. And also, I think, maybe insinuated that he himself was the bard.
3: Oh, Um, okay, Yeah, he's. Uh, hello, this is my tale. I am the fabulous Concierto. I will tell you the time of how I slayed the terrible bog dragon by making it want to fuck. You just see
1: Chris like, <laughs> reach across the bar and just pour like a pint of whiskey.
3: Take two. They turn to each player. Take two or three, depending on the story. The bard used prompts from telling the tale. The adventurers used prompts from interruptions. (laughs) Why did I choose to tell this story tonight? I am telling the story tonight because it is one of my most exciting tales and always guaranteed to get, like, some coins in my hat. I think... That is
1: what's infuriating to me is that people are tipping and he's making money off my work. So the part of the retelling that almost makes me tackle the bard off the stage, why it's infuriating, that's, that's me right now. I'm literally like fist clenched, like staring, like you guys know when violence is imminent and you can feel it coming off me in waves.
3: Our tale first begins with our heroes, one man down. The party then attends a job fair in the town. They teach a—I forgot the rest of the song I made. That
0: was good. It's <laughs> a good start. I like
3: it. They see a shady warlock, calls a cobalt to flee, and we all learned. Crantap, off brain Crantall. <laughs> Off-brand oh, Crantle. What should the off-brand Krantles name, or should we just say Crantle, and he's just only changing oh. the bard's name? Oh, we just can change Crantle. Crantle. And we all learn oh. like her <laughs> Orcs on their knees. Ooh. Is Frangelico an orc?
0: Maybe I don't know. How do we? How do we add to this?
2: You know, what? I'm good. I'm gonna make the tail even taller. I'm gonna say there was two dragons.
3: Oh, so you're making? The- <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, the second bog dragon. Wasn't there two dragons? Oh yes. After we had slain the first bog dragon by making, after I had slain the first bog dragon by making you want to fuck, the second bog dragon, its spouse, came out from its lair. And how exactly did you did you kill this dragon? Oh. While it was morning, my friends. It was night. Sorry, continue. <laughs> I said, while well, it was morning, M.O., you yeah, are in. Night. I know that you are not an accomplished bard like I, Concierto, am.
1: So I'm sure you know that bog dragons uh, hibernate during the morning, but don't worry. I'm sure that was just a. M.O., you
3: are in. you in great. <laughs> Morning, like sad, like the, the dragon was sad. The, its spouse was after we had killed it. There was but, only one. Oh my god!
2: No, there was two. I remember two.
3: Well, maybe Crantle. You're not helping <laughs> right now. Well, maybe you only killed one bog dragon, but I killed any. Godsierto. Okay, then. Well, I don't see why you're hassling me about it. This is my story. I was there! I no, was the bard! It's my story, I, I remember two bards. You bard. were the bog dragon, what? Two bards? Krantel? You know my... <laughs> no, I was, there I was with trying my to my say bog dragon, but I guess
2: two bards happened.
1: <laughs> Krantel was really concussed at the time, so it's possible she did see two dragons and two
3: bards.
2: <laughs> there I was two
3: branches as well. I think the mistake I make, while like The story, is buying... Into the fact that they were two dragons and then getting involved in this fight with Chris. Can I make it work without the audience? I think I'm trying to make it work, but Chris is doing his best to interrupt me.
1: Uh, Yeah, I think Chris
3: gets really upset
1: because you portray the dragons as like inherently evil. And like, they're just creatures that had been driven out of their home in a nearby mountain by developers. So I think he's also really pissed off that like you're portraying these creatures that like admittedly ugly, but they're just doing what they do. They were driven out of their home. So it was actually kind of a sad thing we had to do. Uh and that just frustrates him more. So he's just, you know, he's just like calling you out on every factual inaccuracy. Uh the fact that like you can't kill a dragon the way you say it went down. The fact that they, you know, Just like they don't even mate, they're like uh, starfish or not starfish uh, seahorses. Oh, fuck! Where they they so there would make no sense for there to be a second one and for them to be like spouses. He's just like calling you out and he's so angry.
3: Um, what part of the story is a guaranteed tearjerker? It's about he makes up like someone who is killed by the bog dragon to spur them on their quest instead of it just being a land developer who's like we need these guys out of the way.
2: I was just branch died in the story.
3: <laughs> oh my god, yes, Branch <laughs> No Cassandra wonder if it's Cassandra died. died. <laughs> Cassandra well, dies in the story. Well maybe it's was just been branch.
4: Arm? Well well technically I like I didn't adventure with you guys, okay, but I oh, think sorry, sorry. I think the fact that the assumption is that I did because I'm with you guys. So he's just added Branch into the story. Which is even
1: better, because he added you in to kill you. I'm just pointing a Branch. And I'm like, are you
3: are We've you lost, We lost poor Branch. We lost poor <laughs> Lim. on right this in. epic quest. When his <laughs> arm got bit off by a bug dragon.
2: I'm imagining, like, the someone like, he's right there. Crankdoll <laughs> held him dying in her arms. I think I'm going think... to, like, heckle him by every time
1: he ends, like... Four ver- like four lines of a verse. I do like a rhyming,
2: like criticism. I think Crantall is actually like crying at this bit because she doesn't. She hit her head real hard during that fight, so she doesn't really remember Branch dying. So <laughs> she's like tearing up a little bit at this moment.
3: Cassandra's just like went to the back to start drinking. <laughs> this is not not my business. I'm definitely altering
1: the the mood lighting to not work very well. I've just turned all the house lights up. No atmosphere for this guy.
3: Um, alright. One more. I'm gonna say... Do you know any other stories about this adventurer? (laughs) So I'm just gonna steal (laughs) another story completely whole cloth from Chris. (laughs) And then there was the time when we, when after Branch died, when Kanto, Cassandra, and I went to the northern lands and rescued a pack of snow displacer beasts from the evil captor. I think at this point, I will,
1: I've had enough, and I just start, the second you intro the song, I start playing the song. I'm just like acting as if you've, into, it, like, you've introed me. I'm like, okay, yeah, great, perfect, thank you. And then I start playing the song. All right. I think that's how we.
3: (laughs) Is this, would this be a good point to end it?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think he's, I've, I'm, I've had enough and it's like, I haven't played my own songs in so long that like the only thing that would get me to do it is this specific instance where like it's all my worst fears come to light thrown in my face and rubbed on it. Like someone was pouring salt in my face in the tavern brawl.
3: I think he was definitely heckled. Does it have a moral give rate? No. But I have a question for Crescindo. What happened after the events of the Swamp Dragon fight that no one else could have known?
1: I think we found that the Swamp Dragon had uh, recently like hatched like uh, produced some eggs. Um, And we give them to like a uh, maybe this is uh, I don't know if branch was involved, but we basically relocated them to an environment more suited where they could be like raised in like a place where they won't be harmed by anybody else or harm anybody else. We give them to like a sanctuary for bog dragons.
3: I love that because branch canonically was not involved in this. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, maybe like we went to branch at some point if you were because I guess you're a ranger, not a druid. I don't know. Yeah, we, we went to a, uh, we went like a to sanctuary for bog dragons. And I think a lot of people leave that out of the story because they like to be like, "Ooh, evil bog dragon and like conservation isn't that sexy to them. And I think for Chris, it's important to point out that like the dragon itself wasn't evil. It was a sad thing that had to be done, but you know, they still did right by the remaining bog dragons.
3: That was my story for tonight. Goodbye. Just it. Just like,
2: yeah.
3: Oh, big Bar's
2: <laughs> collapsing for him? okay. Kranto is, she liked the story. Yeah. She loves that story.
1: I, I, would hope, I would hope that everybody in the tavern who's local would know us well enough by now that like they probably wouldn't cheer him after our conflict and hopefully yeah, you're
4: going to hear for my story. You're going to see this uh this bard being chased by like a a flurry of controlled arrows. <laughs> there's no there's no risk of him getting hit, but they're like just behind him like following him as he's <laughs> chased out of town. Love that.
3: All right. And then we get to the wonderful wonderful Romancing a stranger. stranger. Yep, we saw it coming. We knew it. Here Just we like are. Description. You, you made eye contact with it, and their gaze lingers a little longer than you expect. Your co-workers <sighs> urge you on and make every excuse they can to send you over to talk to a lovely quote-unquote wow. stranger. I don't... Here's the thing. I don't
1: think Frangelico would remember her. The lights have gone dim, hey. and a spotlight just faint enough to that you might miss it falls mm-hmm. over frangelico
3: yeah <laughs> uh, i would i would track. like to play frangelico swamp dragon mating call is playing in the background <laughs> yeah,
4: like, slowly uh, what were you saying Doug? uh i would like to take the role of frangelico in this
3: yeah that's fine <laughs> <sighs> turns asking each other questions
2: <laughs> okay and I guess everyone kind of hyped me up and I was like, you know, if 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 I was now, if this was going to happen, was going to happen. What
4: do, do we want to play this as you don't know this is Frangelico? This is a stranger to you, but Branch, Cassandra or uh, yeah, and uh, and Chris have set up Frangelico to meet you here.
2: OK, OK.
1: Well, how did you meet Frangelico?
2: Because we need I think we need to know a little bit of the backstory. Okay, um, for Angelica was always uh, maybe a noble, someone like in a higher position. Um, And I think probably during a brawl or something, um, uh, sorry, uh, Cranthal was a younger and, you know, there was just this spark and we had a rambunctious night. And then she never saw him again. I don't think they even spoke. Well, he did say he'd meet you here, didn't he? he I think it was implied, but maybe, yeah. Implied? Yeah. It was implied.
4: <laughs> this is a, this is a, like a before sunset sort of situation. Like, I'll see you, I'll see you in Paris. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> is that the phrase here? I'll see you in, uh, what's, what's the name of the city? Uh, Prosperia. I'll see you in we'll, Prosperia. <laughs> and... We'll always have Prospera oh my god and she just took it to heart so she's just been waiting here this whole time (laughs) oh fuck you're here oh shit oh no with the
1: questions do we each ask them and then dane and terry act them out or is dane the only one to ask the questions
3: i don't know i think think you both dane and terry will ask of each other okay
0: okay
2: how do you want to how do you want to start this Dane? because if i don't recognize you um sixth one day and you gotta do you gotta go with it.
0: What? Never mind. Trip and fall. Uh, yeah.
4: I, I, if, I want him to trip and fall into her arms. No, I think Frangelico is at the bar. Okay. And okay. he's got his hood up. And he has a, a perfectly uh trimmed goatee with a like a mustache that's curled. Uh his hood is up. And he's wearing these, like, big, thick leather gloves. He's wearing a fairly, like, nondescript outfit other than that. hmm
0: mm-hmm. I
4: like that. Um, and he, he takes the last bite of his meal, and he leans over and asks to speak
0: to the chef.
2: Okay. Um. And... You know, Krantol kind of comes out and she's expecting something like similar to the previous bar fight. So she just has like the massive jar of salt that she just slams (laughs) next to the dish. (laughs) And she doesn't say anything yet. She just like stares at him, menacingly waiting for his for the critique. Um, He says.
4: The only thing more delectable than the meal I've just had is the woman who has cooked it. Tell me, the flavors of this dish remind me of a place. Perhaps you've been, uh... Artesia? And okay. he is a noble
2: of, mm-hmm.
4: of Artesia.
2: Okay. And she... That is where you met, Frangelico. Okay, and maybe that sparks it, and she, like, has a, has a look in her eyes,
0: where have you been?
4: He pulls the hood down, revealing his his sharp, angular features, being perfectly complemented by the the disco ball light, <laughs> <laughs> which I am like constantly manipulating as this happens, just to make sure it's all good. Um, so the the place visiting, what experience have we shared? Obviously, a lovely romantic tryst, uh, a, a one night stand for it, yeah. Um, I think that meant a lot to her, though, you know? I lean forward and I say, You have only become more beautiful with age.
0: You got soft.
4: Touching your arm. I I smile and I say, Keep touching me like that and I (laughs) will promise I will not be soft. (laughs) God.
1: I'm going to use uh my inspiration on uh oh not but damn it, <laughs> just make sure this all goes really well um And I think I'm either gonna play your favorite song or bring over a custom cocktail called and drop it down be like, this is our newest drink it's uh, we'll always have Prospera
2: and leave <laughs> I give you one each. Uh, she, and she doesn't know what to say in this moment. and she, she shoots it down. It's been so long. How can you pretend like nothing has happened? Like no time has went on between us.
4: Because when you are in my mind and beside me in my heart, no time has passed. We have Damn. never been
2: apart. Damn! Damn, Dane, that's pretty good. That's good shit.
4: Um, he looks at you and he he taps the, the bar stool beside him and says, I know you're working, but perhaps we can share a drink again. Do you still drink uh
2: flat stale room temperature ale? <laughs> Wouldn't have it any other way. As she just like climbs over the bar like um uh... <laughs> Not Picarda, the his number one, as like just climbs over the bar and sits in the stool. Yeah, uh, I guess the I, kitchen's closed for the night. Yeah,
4: I, as <laughs> this happens,
1: I'm going over and putting a kitchen clothes sign up. Like you don't even look at me before it's on.
4: <laughs> Do we still drink
2: tap water coffee?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to ruin the immersion, but I was
2: <laughs> That's pretty good.
4: Uh... Um, I'm gonna use this prompt. My hand is close to yours. Do you take it?
0: Yeah, I think she
2: does. I think... She didn't know when this moment would come, or if it would ever happen again. And so despite her, um... She probably... She's thinking that, like, this might be... We need to figure some shit out before we do anything. I think her memories and her hope kind of makes her grab your hand. Um, And the second
4: you take it, uh, Chris begins playing a song, probably your favorite song, or one that I've requested he play. Uh, And there are people dancing on on our dance floor. Do you join me for a dance?
2: I don't think she she doesn't really dance too well, my man. Um, But she knows one other dance as... she probably starts walking towards the stairs with you. Mm.
4: I mean, mission accomplished for Frangelico. Yeah, he goes up with you.
2: And I think before, as we're ascending the steps,
0: like, will you disappear again? Only if I can find you again. Yeah, they're banging. <laughs> okay, <laughs> they're banging. They fucking all right.
3: The tab with that. I'm assuming we're moving on to closing time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I wonder what happens the next day with French. Both Jessica. get up That's what I You've been talking at. Yeah, we 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 dance. You know. All right, but like she dances in a very specific way. You know,
3: mm-hmm. horizontally. So, Krantol, do you say something before he leaves? Do you go with him? Who is the first person? Um,
2: I am going to intimidate him to stay. Okay. <laughs>
4: Jesus Christ. You're using your adventure experience?
1: I sure fucking am. Uh, <laughs> for, are you going to take all the shots? Yeah.
3: Okay. Okay. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. I'll
2: have I'll have Chris tell your family where you are.
1: <laughs> it sound like he's been taken.
3: Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think I think Don't do this, this in real life, everyone. Is entirely <laughs> out of your
2: hands.
4: <laughs> yeah, I don't think I get a stranger section for this one. I think
2: <laughs> I think he'd
4: be down though.
2: I don't know. Yeah, I don't know.
4: Think... <laughs> I think uh I think Frangelico came here for a reason. He knew okay. he knew who you were. He knew what he was getting into. I think
3: uh, I think okay. the
4: intimidation is is more of a uh, like the delivery, like the bluntness than
1: actual like threatening.
4: Yeah, it was the it was the flavor that I was looking for, right? Like if if she didn't do this, I knew that
2: our spark was gone. Yeah. All uh, right.
3: I like so that. So you will come back to the
2: tavern.
4: Yeah, I think I'm gonna I think he's going to find a place in Prospera and I like
2: that. And settle down. I wasn't expecting this to be the ending between these two, but I like that a lot. <laughs> you refuse to make a connection from fear. Just nope. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm adding Frangelico to the NPCs. Oh, oh yeah. Or Jerry. Oh no, what's Jerry gonna do? I think Jerry's gonna be fine. <laughs>
2: Jerry's like in the corner, like that god, thank god. Oh, that, was, that wasn't a romance thing. Like, that was just that's just friendship.
3: Yeah. Don't worry, Jerry's Jerry. Still you're like still my that. friend, you're still
2: my number one buddy. Oh god.
3: Oh no. But Jerry's no, it actually would be more like, who, you yeah.
1: haven't escaped me, Jerry. But she means it well, but he doesn't know.
2: The amount of Jerry's... knives I've given him by stabbing it into the door, you know. <laughs> I like that. I like that bit. I like that bit a lot. Alright. So
3: that was our third game. Mm-hmm. Would we like to take a break?
4: I would like to go pee, yes. Yeah, all right. Okay, I'll BRB.
2: All right. Should I make another coffee? Uh, tap water coffee's pretty
3: good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to stay up, Get a granola bar, some shit.
2: Yeah, I should actually eat after this. I'm yeah. back. Hey, now. Hello.
3: Hello. All
2: right. I think whatever game we pick next, we have to we have to get some focus on either Cassandra or Branch. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I ran out.
3: I'm out of adventure experiences. <laughs> yeah, I have one left. Yeah, I'm getting close. What are? The, let's go to the list of mini games because I think table of the glass of a glass of the gods. mm Hmm. mm Hmm. I could see that being interesting for either Cassandra or Branch. For sure. Actually, do we have,
2: like, a de facto bartender? No, we haven't
3: established one. I don't think so. Kaz takes the role as the healer. Mm He's, like, it's someone to talk to. Yeah, for sure. I think that fits. Yeah, Christian does, like, the the entertainment. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Glass of the Gods...
3: Yeah, I assume Branch is just
4: kind of like the janitor. He's like the handyman. He goes around and fixes, you know, everything after the brawl and all
3: that. All right. I will do Glass of the Gods then. Nice. Okay. Do we have to do a wear and tear first? Oh, yeah. Let's do wear and tear.
1: Uh, what do we want to upgrade?
3: Uh, the only thing, we haven't upgraded our service, so. But do we need to?
1: <laughs> I say we. Up-
0: I say we upgrade atmosphere again.
2: That's my that's my input. Uh,
1: I'm good with upgrading atmosphere. So are yeah, yeah, sure. Maybe the kitchen has stopped because uh, like not like that's gotten worse or anything, but just that your progress is interrupted because you're busy elsewhere. Well, my, the, ki- the kitchen hours are definitely shortened these days. hmm. Now we have serviceable mattresses. Nice. What's the
2: artwork look like?
4: I think I've taken up like etching. Ooh. Right. And like and like whittling and stuff and like carving. So I think there's going to be. Uh, I think I'm going to start making uh, like etched engravings of various deeds and exploits of our of our past. So I've added the bog dragon in there. There better only be one. Swear there's to God. only one. And it shows <laughs> you, you know, taking the attention. But you also see Krantall, you know, diving with you know, whatever they used to kill the dragon and, and Cassandra got, you know, her shield up in a defensive position. So like you see that they're also very clearly part of the story. Uh, There's the, uh, an etching of the, the plant that gave me, gave me my living wood arm. So just like little, little memories that I've started carving into the walls that look almost like tapestry, but you know, wood. I feel like the abundant light comes not only from
1: our, uh, our brand new like lighting magic thing that we've repurposed, but also wood nibbler has finally made it through some walls, so we have windows now.
0: God wood nibbler. Good old uh, wood nibbler. I love that little guy. Couldn't
1: have done it without him.
0: Yeah. Alright.
1: Nope. Um. And I feel like as for what I'm doing, I think. That bard thing reinvigorated my sense of, like, kind of brought me back to my love of what I had done previously. And I'm regaling people of our tales, but. And like, yeah, they're appreciative. I don't know. It's like nice to to do it in a one locale and not as a stranger just going from town to town.
3: And I think there were some accidents along the way. So Cassandra would have been there to help patch people up as we're getting more involved in our upgrades and repairs.
4: Oh, yeah. As you know, taking up carving and etching is not an easy thing. The the amount of times I've like clipped my my thumb or one of my fingers. I'm just like every half hour I'm going over to Cassandra, just like holding out my
2: hand. That's just gushing blood. Oh, would you if you heal something like that, would you keep the calluses or would they
3: disappear? Ooh, I guess calluses
2: are kind of it
3: healing. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of it depends on the view of the person using the healing magic. Mm-hmm. So it's like if someone view if someone who viewed scars as a positive thing used healing magic, it would be more likely to scar over. Mm-hmm. While if someone who was like, no, scars are part of the injury, just reset it to normal, then it would heal up without scarification.
4: Okay. Uh you're doing Cup of the Gods, right? That's the
0: Yep. Next next game cool. Cup of the Gods. Glass of the Gods. All right. Glass of Gods. I will be
3: I'll be the bartender.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. No, I'll be the adventurer. Alright. Unless Krantall wants to hop in here.
3: No, no. Krantal's busy.
1: Well, I need to. Of course you she is. You know what? I'm going to be the crew.
3: All right. Leadhead.
1: Leadhead, yeah. I feel yeah. like i to be an NPC, and uh, I don't know if any of the other ones... Or should I be Frangelico? Oh, well,
2: lovers grow distant. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Frangelico's be... personality has been changing quite a bit. <laughs> I'll be were... Leadhead. I guess it's like
1: his day off and he comes in and he sits at the bar and uh, mm-hmm. Cassandra's behind, you know, wiping a glass. Um, I ask for an alcoholic drink
0: and I, yeah, I think, I, hmm.
1: I think I, I say I have doubts that as we're, we're growing bigger as a tavern that I, Yeah, I like. I'm just like. I need. I need a drink, and uh, I think we need to have a a chat.
0: All right. I.
1: I I see. We're getting busier by the day, and uh, we're getting more people in. More, you know. And it's it's wonderful. What you've built here is really great. But I don't think I can, can continue to work with you. I. I'm a. You know security and service but I don't know if and he kind of like flexes his like crooked wing I'm not of much use if if things go wrong you have crantle in the kitchen I'm I'm just a I'm a lame wing you don't need me to fly
3: um for the atmosphere I think is they're talking she'll put a hand on his shoulder close the tavern up, just like lock the door. I don't think anyone's in here at the moment. I think Granta the...
2: understands what that means as she gives a nod and locks it. So, so they can't leave.
3: Oh my god, no! <laughs> Turns off <out laughs> the disco ball. And she starts making him a drink. So. This feels the... very
0: mob-esque.
3: Oh my god. Sorry, go ahead. Do you have a favorite food?
1: Uh his favorite food is there is a it's called a hamworm uh and it's like a arm thick worm that lives higher up on the tree that like when chopped up it's it's used a lot in like charcuterie boards because it has a very like ham like quality to it it's already circular
3: so hamworms you're not you're not used does Leadhead have an actual name, or is Leadhead his name? Bicenton <laughs> uh, just feels like more of a nickname than anything. His name is Chanterelle. Chanterelle? Mm-hmm. Chant- Chanterelle. Uh, you're, she's, like, just grabbing some hops or some, like, stuff from behind the bar. You are anything but useless. Remember when, just the other week... When that fire started, you were the first one to grab the water. You were the first one to put it out before any of us had time to respond. Yes, you can't fly, but neither can I, neither can Crantle or Branch or Crescendo. We all have our injuries from our time alive, she says. She like pats one of her legs which is still functional but it's just like that kind of thing where you break a leg enough times it's going to be stiffer than the other one Mm -hmm. but you all
1: have something and i don't i'm i'm you know you're i've seen you heal i've seen chris play the woodwork around here that branch has done is simply phenomenal especially in such a short time And we've all tasted what Krantol whips up and it's godly. I I have nothing to offer.
0: Who or what was the toughest foe you've defeated? Um
1: I think he once had to I think the toughest foe he's defeated is like his depression when he was like ejected from the nest and had to like deal with his injured wing and like coming to terms with that and being able to move forward, I think that is the toughest foe he's defeated if if we can get
2: the benefits. toughest foe is yourself. Yeah. That's deep.
1: So I think like him choosing to to move forward for all that was
3: And you've chosen you've chosen to move forward despite everything. I've Better people have, not better, but
0: people, I've known other people who have just shut
3: down after such a setback. And I don't think any of And you don't see it in yourself because you're your toughest critic. You're the one person who's always going to be around you and you always see the negative thoughts you have and all the bad things you do. But we see the positivity you bring, the joy you bring to us. You can't produce healing magic from your hands or make things grow or go kill... Eels that I'm pretty sure are divine beings, but I was thinking that I didn't. Want yeah, to see. was I I thought I was the only one. No, yeah, look, I've I've actually gone down there and I've been reading some of their text and yeah, that first eel was a god. Oh God, I ate that. I see, you're partly divine now. <laughs> how many <laughs> How many of your nestmates or people who have looked down on you could say they've eaten a god? Well, I guess there's that. See? And even if that was true and you had nothing to offer us, which it's not, I want you to be to be clear on that. You are our family. You've been with us since the beginning. And if you wanted to move on, you'd be welcome to. But you'll always have a place here. He a little
1: tear like drops down his face when you say family and he like moves his head to the side so you don't see it.
0: Are you sleeping well at night? It comes and goes
1: my wing hurts and I I keep thinking that I'm not good enough so when those thoughts keep me up, yeah, but sometimes i'm I'm too tired after a shift here that it it's nice i I don't I don't think I just sleep and uh it's always okay knowing I'll be waking up to my friends so a little give and take.
3: Do you know that I was married before?
1: No, I, As... I did. Sorry, I, I guess I never asked.
3: No, it's I. We don't talk. I don't talk about it much. Before I met the others, there was a you know I married. She. We were both very much in love, but things just went our separate ways. And sometimes thinking about her and the choices I could have made keep me up at night. But like you said, I have my friends, and even if our paths are paved with regrets, we have to look at where the road has led us to.
0: Why did you become a guard?
1: Well, initially, I I started taking self-defense lessons because I had been bullied. And after being ejected from, from my nest, I, I was worried that the bullying would continue elsewhere. So. I did that, and when I finished, um, my sensei told me that uh, he, he had a job, and I I needed money, and I took it. And honestly, it's it's nice to help other people feel safe when I don't always feel safe myself.
3: There you go. You've helped people, haven't you? I hope so. You know,
1: sometimes it's it's people being you know attacked on a night out, and sometimes it's helping people. You know, from from themselves, if if they've drank too much, making sure they get home safe, that they have a a glass of water before they hit the road. Um yes.
3: So yeah, I, I guess you're yeah you're right. All right, and she's gonna produce some apple cider with alcohol since he asked for that. Mm-hmm. Um, apple cider with ginger. And maybe some kind of mild sedative to help with the wing pain. Ooh. I wouldn't recommend drinking that it with alcohol every night, but if you take some cider with ginger and this sedative, that should help you sleep a little better.
1: Well, thank you, and uh, thank you for this. I, I always get melancholy on my birthday, and uh... oh, it's your birthday. Yeah. Yeah. How old are you? 712. No, what the fuck? he's he's uh <laughs> 23. Oh.
0: 23. Yes. Well.
1: I just <laughs> I needed I needed this talk. So,
3: thank you. And again, it does not reflect your station or how useful you are. But if you ever wanted us to find someone who could possibly heal that wing through a stronger magic. I'm sure we'd be happy to find someone to, to do that for you.
0: Yeah, you know what?
1: I hadn't thought it would be possible, but I'm, tr- I'm
3: open to it. We're in a tree city. We've eaten <laughs> two gods. <laughs> and Krantal has gotten better at cooking. Anything's possible, my friend. <laughs> really and good. he
1: laughs and he drinks his drink and he says, I guess it's not just the outer wounds
3: you can heal. And he goes on to sleep. Alright. Unlock the door. He can kill it for now. <laughs> he, Krantel he to, to Krantel use the door. The
1: <laughs> and it's locked and Krantel's just looming there.
3: <laughs> I unlock I,
2: it with, with the nod. and just.
3: I'm gonna... Y- Use, I'm going to say that he uses holy armor and it's a little loose on the interpretation, but maybe giving him that warm presence or whatever armor she has if he ever did decide to leave mm-hmm. and pick up warm presents, you're comforting to be around. Cool. I think that fits.
4: Uh, to give a little bit of closure because I feel like uh, Branch needs a little sum sum. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do off the clock. Um, I'm gonna do the scene by myself. Oh, and I'm gonna use uh, tracking as my adventurer uh, experience. And I'm gonna use it to find an old friend.
2: A <gasps> boy is it Loki?
4: The baby, and my boy.
2: Is it the child I left to the wilderness? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I go visit Loki, who has got a little litter of
4: pups now. <clears throat> and I go to a clearing, and there's where I've learned how to carve. And it's my party in old trees.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: And I've added Krantle. Uh, and Chris and Cassandra into the 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 clearing as well. And I'm going to use Artisan to create
0: beautiful things. And that's it. That's just what he does. Hmm. I like that. Hmm. I see we still have two
3: adventurer memories on the board. Would y'all like to do those, or would we be good to wrap up?
2: I think we're okay to wrap up, personally.
4: Yeah, I think we can wrap up.
2: All right. we think it was probably... a nice ending, to be honest.
3: Dave. Yeah. All right. I love this game so much. No, it's, it's... great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the rhythm of things, time passes, rough edges are sanded down, and before you know it, life in town has become almost like breathing. You gather in your favorite part of the tavern and wonder where the time is gone. This is the last game. Everyone plays to start to take turns describing a habit that your character has picked up from living here, then proceed to ending questions.
0: I think for Granthal, the habit she picked up is patience. All right. That feels right to me. Yeah,
4: I think, I think Branch listens to other people's stories. I think he becomes really invested in... This community and the tavern becomes like a tapestry of time and not just these grand heroic events, but like the birth of, you know, uh, a family or like a a new kid in one of the families that was particularly, uh, you know, maybe they were having trouble having a kid and they finally get pregnant and they have this kid. And it's like, that's a big thing for the community. Maybe their old kid disappeared on festival nice <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah there's there's a little axe wielding uh, badass running around and doing the adventurous stuff that like we used to do and so you know i i, I chronicle not just the grand events but the mundane as well i oh. think that's my my thing
1: yeah i think uh with like the library and the uh like club and everything and considering being a bar didn't really go down i think uh the next thing that chris is going to try having kind of come full circle from losing his dream and realizing there is some merit to it he's gonna try to write it down into an actual written chronicle as opposed to a performance and hope that he can at least stamp kind of his place in in history that way um
0: yeah
3: I think the habit Cassandra would pick up is to she becomes more of a teacher, like teaching people how to do what she's done or like religious texts. Maybe she does get involved in like trying to whatever religious significance that first eel had. But she's going to definitely go hard on teaching people how to protect others and act for
0: themselves. Oh
3: yeah, all right, and then we can move on to the final question. So take turns asking each other questions. Come up with your own or ask one of the questions below. The game is over when everyone has answered two questions each.
1: Uh, I'm gonna ask Cassandra what. With the tavern running smoothly, what do you want to spend more time
3: doing for yourself? Probably pick up more hobbies, like maybe go, maybe pick up bird watching, something nice and mellow. Just to yes. uh, not go go, not be doing something active all the time. Panto, what do you miss about adventuring?
0: I, ha- I actually was thinking about this answer,
2: and her answer right now would be nothing. Hell oh, yeah. Um, she's learned to wait um, for Angelico, came back despite she never thought it would happen. She's actually found a place in a way. Uh, and th- this place also abandoned their children like her tribe did So it feels She doesn't see herself leaving uh, She doesn't Misadventuring uh, Let's see I guess I'll ask, ask this question to Branch Like would there ever be Any like call to action That would make you adventure again
0: I think there would be If something threatened Prospera For sure Like,
4: big or small, I think I'd let the the young guard do what they needed to do. But I think if if there was a time where it was like a do-or-die or, you know, all-hands-on-deck thing, I would be there front and center with my, my bow and arrow. You know what? I know, Crantle, you just went, and this is going to be your, your last question, but... Yeah, it's fine. Where do you go when you think or calm down? Or, like, where you need to... Sorry, let me... Where do you go when you need to think or calm down?
2: Yeah. Oh, shit. That's a tough question. That's a tough answer.
4: Yeah, I feel like it's the question oh, that that Krantel needs to answer.
2: Shit. Um, you, let me think about that. Um, okay. We'll let someone else answer a question, but I'll, th- I'll think on it.
0: What did she do? What's something you can't believe you lived without when you're adventuring? Uh, I think these uh
1: these serviceable mattresses, I think getting old, I think he's just like his back actually like he never knew it hurt before because it was his standard. But now he's like limber, like his back is good. Honestly, I think like he's he's settling into like comfort.
0: I think this is a really good one for Cassandra. Uh, if you got sick, who would come care for you? Oh, that is a good question for her.
3: Like, how sick are we talking? <laughs> I
4: don't know. I see it like it, not obviously not like a cursed flu or like a serious disease or something. But like, you know, when you, you kind of get your ass kicked by a colt and it's just nice to have someone who runs to the store and grab you a ginger ale or, you know, yeah. something like that. Who, who does that for you who does the little thing
3: i think i am so sad that i forgot his name because i was like he has to have a name but i think Leadhead is the what especially after the talk Leadhead is the one who would be like forcing you to stay in bed and like going to grab stuff or she to say. yeah love that
2: um i finally have an answer for parental um She's very much a person who just needs to like Oh, the question uh, for what does she do when she needs to calm down or um, right, uh, uh or to think she's a person of action. She needs to do stuff. So I think she goes down into the cellar and reorganizes all the kegs.
1: OK, I thought you um, were going to say
2: she goes down into the hidden water
1: temple beneath the roots <laughs> and kills more eels.
2: <laughs> uh, I was tempted to put her back there, but I I, I don't see that. Um and maybe swimming's probably a fun pastime for her, but I can see her being like, I need, I need to think. And so she just, like, moves all the ales and reorganizes them completely. And it's just lifting something heavy, putting it into place, and that's kind of enough for her to, like, be, to, to kind of, like, put things right in her own head, you know?
0: Uh, Branch, who's coming over for dinner tomorrow? Ah. Huh.
4: Um, you know what? This might be. I hope you don't think it's a cop out, but I think it's whoever wants to. I think he spent so long eating by himself, and like, like I said, like you, you've noticed over the time that you guys have worked together, that like he's now actually like sitting down and eating and joining you guys for meals and uh having having meals inside and like regular people schedule kind of, and instead of just you know fucking. Eating whenever he finds something to eat, uh, I think it is anyone who's willing to share a meal with him at this point, he is happy to do so. so he is not uh he is not a discerning uh invitation or anything like if if he's at the bar having a meal and someone sits down beside him he's he's happy to scoot one seat over and and have a chat Uh,
2: I got one for Chris. If he, Chris, you only answered one so far, right mm-hmm. okay, okay., um, what are you most proud of yourself for
1: Hmm. these are weirdly like deep questions, which I love by the
0: yeah.
1: way, uh, honestly, I think, like, reclaiming his dream because he like gave up on it and was pretty mm-hmm. depressed. And I think, you know, having the the kick in the ass to kind of stand down that bard that stood against it like that one bar and that one night stood for all the things that were wrong with kind of his life just mm-hmm. in one like micro incident and i think being able to take action in that moment and kind of reclaim his own stuff and then start writing it i think it was nice for him to to kind of like take himself out of that hopelessness and like start plowing forward again whether or not it goes anywhere it, it's something and I think he's proud of that
3: I think that's
4: I, two
2: questions each right I, I think,
3: think d- it is yeah it's two questions two. each oh Cassandra you, you you did
2: two I thought I only had one Oh, two. okay, okay. Two. cool cool yeah we did well, it we retired oh yeah god this we got really like we this got really heartfelt there at the end I like this game this is fun <laughs> it's so
1: good. It's funny because I feel like it's meant to be the end of, like, your characters' stuff, but it makes me just want to now play stuff with these
3: characters. <laughs> <laughs> the adventures have been Nile, Dane, Terry, and Shell. Editing and producing was done by me, Shell. The tracks used in this episode are enemies spotted by Jess, who you can find on Twitter at OneShotMiniboss, and T-Stop Cafe by David Rovakes which is licensed under the attribution, non-commercial, share 3.0 international license from freemusicarchive.org. Thank you to Ray Kalidus for making our art. You can find her over at Keyography Inc. or Keyography The first Keyography Inc. is on Twitter, by the way, for however long that lasts. Thank you to the No Quest boys for joining me on this story. Check out their Starfinder podcast, No Quest for the Wicked, set in the homebrew Casemall system, and follows three friends who are just trying their best as Dane introduces them to more and more problems. You can catch No Quest for the Wicked on the same place you can find us: iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get good podcasts. If you like what you heard, be sure to leave us a rating and review over on iTunes or Spotify to help the algorithm recommend us to even more people. And until next time, remember...